things you should know right off the bat. I've had four cups of coffee. I'm a little nervous. Did I mention my name's Chadi? Yeah. Oh, um, this is a podcast for imperfect people, and uh, you should know that uh, I cry in corners. True story. What's up, family? Welcome to I Cry in Corners. Chotty here. Uh, we are in season five talking through what happens when. It's been a while and I'm sorry. I've had a lot going on. Uh, we're also living through a pandemic, so that could be a little bit of it. It's absolutely all of it. So uh, that's been interesting, um, at least for me. <laughs> There's nothing more annoying <laughs> than living through what absolutely feels and is a wilderness season and being the lady who wrote a book about how to thrive in wilderness seasons. So there's that. You gotta practice what you preach, I guess. <laughs> also, I should write a book called All the Ways to Not Thrive in the Wilderness Season or Quarantine, because I'm nailing that right now. What? Chapter one, sleep, who that? And that's it, that's the book. Pretty much, that's all of the book. Anyways, rest people. That has been the biggest thing I have been um, working through and realizing in this whole crazy work slash quarantine slash corona. You better get your rest, because if not, you'll miss and bypass really important stuff. Uh, for example, uh, a few weeks back, I legit breezed by the two-year anniversary of the podcast because I was too busy and exhausted and didn't realize it. Embarrassing. And I feel horrible about it. If I can be real honest, I forgot. Uh, two years, over 60,000 people have listened, and it was all based on the story of Jesus in a garden pulling himself together, and I didn't pull myself together, and I just breezed past it. Um, I also forgot one of my dearest friend's birthdays. Legit cried for about an hour about it. Yesterday was my 39th birthday and I worked all day. Legit. You should know that what I'm telling you today, I'm actually working it out. You know, I haven't really, haven't really fixed this one. Just working it out. Just working it out between me and Jesus and my husband. So welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> uh, this episode is called What Happens When You Seek, by the way. Um, but this is where I'm at. Every week, I'm going to be real honest, guys. I grab my computer I grab my Bible to write this podcast and I can't. Mostly out of exhaustion and because I'm self-aware, I I realized I was exhausted and um, I stopped. I stopped writing the podcast for like a month for a number of reasons, but mainly because I've been exhausted, which means I had to make the decision to fill up instead of pour out. Guys, I'm going to share some really honest stuff today. Um, and I just really think somebody needs to hear it and maybe it'll free you up. Um, cause Christians like, man, we struggle just like everybody else. Um, we have struggles, mental health struggles, just like everybody else, real life struggles, just like everybody else. And, um, I think at the end of the day, we just got to be honest with ourselves because God meets us at our honesty. He meets us at our brokenness. He, he just meets us and. Um, I've had to make some decisions and the decision was that I was empty and I can't pour out empty. I had to focus inward and have some real serious combos with Jesus and my husband and I had to get a new rhythm, which I'm still working out and I don't have and, um, and relook at what rest looks like with my new job. I have a new job, a brand new job again, but this one's like massive. Like I report to my pastor, no big deal, want to vomit every day. 
um, have a bigger team and a project manager and responsibility and stress. And I've never been here before. And I'm overwhelmed because I'm like, God, are you joking? Like right now? I listen, I like, guys, I had to listen to some of my podcasts, cry through them and remind myself who I really am in corners that I really want to build tension and cry in. If I can be brutally honest, I've done tons of self-reflection and now I think I'm ready to jump in. I'm ready to start again. I'm not as exhausted, but I am tired. I am legit consistently mentally tired, if I can be honest, in a way that I've never experienced before because I've never been here before. I assume there's a lot of us out there that have never been here before or in this type of season. So instead of hiding this, I'm just going to share about it. I'm going to share my journey of seeking Jesus when I have felt the most blind and lost. Whether you're working for a church in a pandemic that has gone full digital or you're homeschooling your kids on more than common core math, if you are lost your job, if you are sick, whatever this season looks like for you, I want you to know that I know it's flipping weird. But Jesus is still God. God is still God and he's working and he's moving things around and he's desperate, desperate, desperate to talk to us about it. And he's doing... He's doing amazing things. He's working and and he has things for us in the season. So today I'm going to talk about what happens when you seek. This isn't a season for the faint of heart. This is a season that will make and break a lot of us. And I'm hoping that in our struggle, we will choose to seek. And that we will choose to position our hearts to hear from God in a fresh new way. Can I pray? I feel like I'm supposed to pray. I feel like I'm supposed to pray. So God, before we even start this podcast, I just ask you that you would saturate us with your presence. That you'd saturate us with your presence, God, and your peace. I know there's so many people listening to this, God, that are overwhelmed. God, I'm overwhelmed. But you're still God. And you've walked us into this wilderness and you'll walk us out, God. So I just pray for your supernatural peace, Lord, that we would seek you in new and fresh ways and understand that your word is life, God, that you are alive, and God, that everything you do is for a purpose. So Lord, I just ask you for your peace, 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 shalom, Lord. Overwhelm us even now, Jesus, that every word would not fall on deaf ears, that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see, and Lord, even in our blindness, God, that we would continue to scream your name. Lord, we love you. Lord, this is your podcast. This ain't my podcast. This ain't been my podcast for years. So I'm just going to give you these next 15 minutes, God, and just please speak through me. Guys, see what I've learned in this pandemic season is that what has sustained me before will not sustain me now. The lessons I learned may actually help me tread water now, but it won't actually get me to the shore. So I'm here learning how to seek God and hear him in a way I've never had to seek him before. Even how I study the Bible and hear from God has shifted. I'm 39 years old. I've been saved since I was five years old. And even how I study the Bible and hear God's voice has shifted. 20 years of ministry and I still, everything has shifted. So these are the questions that I've been asking myself. I don't know if you guys ask yourself this, but how do you study the word of God when you're fried? How do you worship when you're exhausted? How do you chase Jesus when you can barely run your race? How do you pour yourself out if you feel like you have nothing to give? And as I've fumbled through these last few weeks, I've heard him say, Chadi, just seek me. 
the other day I was really kind of pissed off that he kept telling me to seek him. It's like, dude, this is what I'm doing. I get up in the morning. This is what I'm doing. And so I do what I always do when I don't understand what God's saying. And I Googled it. (laughs) So Google says to seek is to attempt to find. Attempt to find. Attempt or desire to obtain or achieve. I Googled it. In seasons where you have nothing left to give, God just wants you to try. And he will meet you in your try. He will meet you in your attempt. And that's where you find me in episode 47, season 5. This is what my new normal looks like. I used to have so much margin to study the word and listen to podcasts and learn and fill myself up. But my time fades fast these days. But now I just get up early before my husband does and an hour before I have to try to engage work. And even on days where I'm just so tired, I choose to sleep. And then when I wake up, I do exactly this. One, I make myself a cup of coffee. It's usually a decaf. And two, I sit alone on my couch, pretty tired, and I just sit there quietly. And I let the moment just be silent. And I sit alone. And more often in this silence, I can hear him. And most days he'll just like whisper psalms for me to read, like Psalms 26, Johnny, or Psalms 136, or something maybe I've already read before that he just wants to remind me of. Or there'll be a song I can't stop humming. Uh, there's a song by um, Hillsong right now that I've been listening to over and over and over again. And it's like, I'll awake to it. That Awake My Soul. You know that one by Brooke, like Brooke Fraser? I, I, I can't stop singing that song. It'll just be in my head over and over. And so I'll, I'll sit and I'll listen to it on repeat. And on mornings, some mornings he'll just say, Chadi, switch to caffeine because decaf ain't going to help you today. And I'll just laugh and I'll get up and switch my coffee. But I seek. I don't feel the most spiritual, guys, or the most filled up. I'm actually scared to death to make this podcast. But I do feel supernaturally at peace days, most days. And on the days my peace dissipates, I stop and I focus on the facts that I let steal my peace and not the feelings that led me there. Because I think a lot of times in moments where we lose our peace, We start thinking of our feelings and not about the facts. The facts are God is still on the throne. The facts are that God is with us. The facts are that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Those are the facts. The feelings are that we don't feel that. But the facts are those things, the word of God, the things that are true. (laughs) Guys, I also don't feel the most qualified for my new role. Uh, My job shifted. I said that earlier in this wilderness quarantine when I'm dealing with the most change, when everything about my personality hates change, doesn't function in change, there's been change. The most massive change of my career. And it's awesome. And I'm honored. And I cry a lot about it because I'm just like, God, that you would choose me. But it's hard. And every day I want to abdicate it because it's hard and I'm tired. But in the difficult, I still somehow feel prepared for it. It's so bizarre, this weird dichotomy of difficult and Jesus. And the and I just hear him going, Chadi, it's okay that it's hard, but I'm here. It's okay that life is hard. It's okay that this is difficult. Difficulty doesn't mean it's not me. And some of you need to hear that today, that just because it's difficult doesn't mean that God's not in it. And let's be honest, I don't feel the most rested. Yet in my struggle, I'm filled with joy. It's so bizarre. And I find myself laughing with my husband and my family and my friends. And I'm laughing at things that I've never laughed about. And I'm filled with this joy, even though I'm so tired. Notice how I don't. I said I don't feel those things yet. Yet God somehow still feels fills me up with something. I'm tired, but I have joy. I don't feel qualified, yet I have peace. I don't feel the more spiritual, but yet God is with me. Notice 
These things won't change. The truth is, this is what I've realized. I don't need eight hours of sleep in this season. You know what I need? Wisdom. I don't need to be the most qualified in this room. I, I need to be the most surrendered. I need ears to hear and nothing else. So I seek, I knock, and even in my tired, I push through. I need to rest, so I choose to rest, and, and I choose not to pick up things that I've picked up in the past, and, and I've choose to pick up things in this season that I haven't picked up in a long time. It's such a weird, bizarre season, but what's going to help you now is not what you've always done. A few weeks ago, I sat on a Zoom in front of my newly formed global team, and I asked them to seek. I asked them to seek. I told them that in this season, we'd have to do things and seek God differently. See, that morning I woke up overwhelmed. I woke up going, God, you got to give me something. And that morning he gave me Matthew 17. And Matthew 17, 4 says they had come down from the mountain. And as they headed toward the town, they came to a crowd. And as they approached the crowd, a man rushed up to Jesus and knelt before him. So think disciples, think Jesus. There's been stuff that's already been going on. And a man from the crowd says, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures. Sometimes when they come on, my son falls into the fire in a pond, and we are very concerned for him, as you should be, sir. <laughs> I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. And Jesus says, this generation is no better than the generation who wandered in the desert, who lost faith and bowed down to the golden idols as soon as Moses disappeared upon Sinai. How long will I have to shepherd these unbelieving sheep? And he turned to the man and he said, bring me the boy. The man did, and Jesus uh, casted the demon out of him and... <clears throat> And the demon fled the boy's body and the sound of Jesus's, it literally fled at the sound of Jesus's voice. And the boy was healed from that moment on and no more shaking and no more falling into fires. Later, when they were away from the crowds, the disciples asked Jesus why they weren't able to drive out the demon. And Jesus in 20 says, because you have so little faith. I tell you this, if you had even a faint spark of faith, even faith as tiny as a mustard seed, you could say to the mountain, move from here to there. And because of your faith, the mountain would actually move. If you had just a sliver of faith, you would find nothing is impossible. And in 21, it says, but this kind is not realized except through much prayer and fasting. So as I process this season, as I process my feelings and I process the facts and I process what God is doing, I have come to the conclusion that the only thing I got to do, what happens when you seek, uh, you got to actually seek. So um, if I had to give you one thing to walk away from, it's that you got to fast and pray. In this season, my friends, in the season of uh, wilderness seasons, uh, in this in this new wilderness, okay, so like if I thought I knew the wilderness, right? I wrote a book on it. Wilderness. Duck, like dust and mire and muck and mire wilderness, right? Desert. But now I feel like I'm in a completely different wilderness, like I'm out to sea somewhere on an island and I am not prepared for this type of wilderness. It has shifted and changed and all the things I learned in the muck and mire in the desert does not work here. And so I felt like the Lord told me, Chadi, you got to pray and you got to fast. And I was really upset about that because I haven't eaten cake in a year and I've lost 60 pounds. And I'm like, God, how much more do I need to fast? And God was like, I don't even need you to fast food. I need you to fast TV. I need you to fast things that you've done, like that you were doing that you don't even, I needed to fast the podcast. Why the heck did I have to fast the podcast? That's stupid. I'm not happy with that, Jesus. I like the podcast. It's like one of the things I actually like to do. And the Lord was like, not right now. 
If you want to move in this season like you've never moved before, you're going to have to give up things you love. You're going to have to surrender to things that you haven't done before. Guys, what happens when you seek? Not only does God meet you there, but he asks us to pray and fast. And if you want to see situations you've never faced before handled with care and with wisdom, you got to respond with prayer and fasting. Write this down. This isn't a season to pause on your walk. It's a season to learn to run. Guys, this is a season that God is taking us to really teach us about the nitty gritty of our faith. The disciples at this point in Matthew had seen Jesus do tons of miracles, uh, stuff that, gosh, was mind-blowing. So maybe they thought in their strength they'd seen this kid delivered because they'd seen Jesus do it. Guys, this new season, there's like miraculous stuff we've seen before. We will not be able to sustain it in this one. But guys, this season, you will not be able to find peace or deliverance without first realizing a few things. You will not be able to find peace or deliverance without first realizing a few things. Okay, this is what you really got to write down. I got hype for on the other one, but that's not, I don't want you to write that down yet. Okay, I, I literally only have two things. Ready? What has sustained you yesterday won't sustain you today. That's really all I got. What has sustained you yesterday won't sustain you today. Gosh, I mean, in every aspect of my life, the way that I led my last team will not win this team. Nope. I even got a friend coming this week to do an Enneagram training on my team. I don't even like Enneagram. I don't, I don't even subscribe to it. But the Lord's like, you will this season. I'm not even happy about it, but I'm going to do it because it's. It, I got to change the way I lead. I got to change the way I see things. I got to shift. I got to move. I got to, if I want to be a better leader, I have to adjust. Even me as a spouse has changed. Oh my gosh, my husband, because my job has changed so drastically, my husband is like a better wife than me. I'm so frustrated at that. He's been here for six weeks. I've been a wife for 16 years. He cooks better than me. He cleans better than me. You know how frustrating that is? What sustained me yesterday will not sustain me today, guys. My husband is is better at, oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. He's a better cook than me. He cleans better than me. I thought, and I'm pretty psycho about cleaning. He's, he's better all this time. It's been a lie. I've had to change the way I wife. I've had to change the way I communicate at home. I've had, because our life has been flipped, turned upside down. What sustained you yesterday will not sustain you today. Another thing that I found, random tidbit, I've had to go back to things that I haven't done in years to help sustain me in this season. Some of you, some of you guys, it's not going to be so much yesterday won't sustain you today. It'll be like you need to go back to yesterday because you ain't been there in a while. But the Holy Spirit will tell you. The second thing, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> We've never been here before. <laughs> We've never been in a pandemic before. You've never been in this situation before. So you don't know what you don't know. So don't assume. Make sure you ask questions and you listen. Guys, don't assume. Don't assume. In this new season that I'm in, I'm not trying to act like I'm the smartest person in the room. I am like... I have no idea. I'm not even going to attempt to try that one. I'm just going to listen. I ask questions. I'm not trying to be the smartest person in the room. I am the. I want to be the most surrendered and have ears to hear. I, Lord, what are you saying? <laughs> Today, the Lord was like, hey, your strategy for the day. I was like, yes, Lord, I need a strategy. He was like, listen, I, I did not do that. I huffed and puffed and rolled my eyes. I was very frustrated a good portion of today. Today was a fail, a wash for me personally, if I can be real honest. And then I came home and did a podcast. Yay. Yeah. No, let's just be honest, man. I did not like my boss was sitting with me laughing because she's like, dude, you have a tell. I was like, what's my tell? She's like, every time something frustrates you, you do this like, like this sigh. And I was like, oh, shut up. No, I don't do that. And 20 minutes later, 
<laughs> someone said something and I was like, and I was like, oh my God, I just caught myself doing it. She's like, yeah, and you got to fix your face. I'm like, that's my face. How am I going to fix my face? She's like, you need to fix your face. You just like, you can see, you can see yourself tense up. And I'm like, this is, the, I'm 39 years old, grow up. This is embarrassing. Like, dude, so next week I'll start and hopefully I'll do better. Eh. I'm not trying to be a perfect person. I'm just trying to be surrendered and learn from my mistakes. So don't assume, ask questions and listen. You don't know what you don't know. You've never been here before. So yeah. All right. Well, that's all I have. Okay. I don't, this is a weird podcast. I'm sorry. So what happens when you seek? God meets you there. That's really it. God will meet you there. Just seek. Just try. Just attempt. You ain't going to be perfect. You just got to be surrendered. I feel like this is a story of my life. Anyway, I love you so much. So much. I'm praying for you tons. I really miss you. I'm hoping in this seeking season that you will fast and pray and push through the tired and the stressful. Because if you do, you will find peace that surpasses all understanding. And, um, yeah. That's pretty much it. And, um... Yeah. Hey, my pastor's doing this cool mental health thing with Dr. Cloud on May 28th. And if you're struggling uh, with mental health at all, um, it's free. Go to my Instagram. I'm going to post about it a lot. And uh, mental health matters in this season, guys. And all of us that are stressed out, we need to make sure that we're surrendering at the cross all of our stress. And God will meet us there. All right, guys. I love you so much. So much. Love you, weirdos.